Don't panic, keep calm and carry on. Wednesday. Hi, you're listening to psychotherapist and mind coach David Fairweather and welcome to Worry-Free Wednesday. Our short and hopefully effective show today is all about de-escalating panic. By which I mean, stop having panic attacks. Oh, alright then. Is not what you were saying to me right now because you don't know how to stop having panic attacks. Yeah, but that's okay. I'm going to tell you. Think of panic attacks like a boiling kettle. If you don't want the kettle to boil, there's lots of ways you can avoid that. Don't plug it in. Don't fill it up with water. Don't turn it on. But how am I going to have a cup of tea, is your next question. Well, use the microwave. Not really, but I mean, if we take this metaphor too far, to stop boiling a kettle, just get rid of your kettle. Now, you're probably going to tell me you can't do that with your brain. You're kind of stuck with it, and I have to agree. But your brain's learned to escalate your fears into a panic attack and if you're going to teach it not to do that you're going to have to assert some self-discipline now i'm not talking about the kind of discipline that gets you to the chemist so that you can cash in your prescription and not do anything i think you should probably do something but of course you're free to disagree bye bye but for those of you that want to stop being a victim and take some control and responsibility for your own state of being and the thoughts that you entertain inside your own head that cause you to react so outrageously in panic attacks, let me invite you to ponder, how does it start? What's the first sign that you have that you're beginning to escalate worry to the point where it might, as it's gone in the past, go off into panic. Not taking a moment to think about this might be a bit of a misstep if you're trying to dance with me. Hey, but let me lead you just a little bit. One winter, about 10 or 15 years ago, I was warming my car up in the garage whilst eating my breakfast, a thing I used to do at the time. And then for some reason, I can't really explain why, I just decided to look outside and see if things were okay. And when I opened the door and looked outside, I could see the back end of my car outside of the garage, which was weird because that's not where I left it. And as I looked at the back end of my vehicle, I could see it moving, inching slowly further and further out of the door. And so I grabbed some shoes and rushed outside and found that my car was starting to pick up speed going down my drive. Now, across the street at the end of my drive, someone else's car was parked. And I was quite certain that it was going to drive right into the side of their car and make a massive, impact that would be very expensive and so thinking quickly i started to grab hold of the door handle and run with the car as it picked up speed i managed to open the door and throw myself inside like a stuntman and grab the parking brake which i managed to pull on successfully now probably what happened was my garage is on an ever so slight incline or decline it seemed that my car was beginning to roll down that incline or decline and I just managed to get it in time before it picked up speed. Now this is exactly what I'm talking about when I'm saying panic attacks because the panic attack would be the thing that makes the big dent in the door of the other vehicle but the picking up speed is escalating anxiety and the bigger you let anxiety get the bigger the monster you're trying to fight but if you can find it as it just starts to show itself, you can shut it down. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do as you start to begin to flow with what's happening. 
rather than going against what's happening, like the dam of a river. If you become the river, then you're going to the ocean, my friend. Have a nice time at the seaside, but if you can stick an oar out and jam it in one of the river banks, maybe you can avoid that happening. Maybe it's more useful to talk about a waterfall that your craft is heading towards that if you don't stop yourself somehow, you're going over and you're getting dunked. That's anxiety. It seems to be inevitable the faster the river is flowing. And yet, if you can slow it down or turn yourself around, you don't have to go over the waterfall and you don't have to go under. This could be entirely avoided with a little self-discipline and some know-how. And what do you have to know how to do and what kind of discipline do you have to apply? Well, simple really. You have to stop thinking wacky thoughts that are winding you up and freaking you out. You also have to stop getting tense and anxious and sending messages to your nervous system about the impending threat of doom that's happening. And you also have to breathe as if you're not about to die. Now, just like pretending to be asleep could cause you to fall asleep, and a little known fact that pretending to be hypnotized can cause you to be hypnotized, pretending to be calm can make you calm. Sound too simple? That's because it is, it's very, very simple. Now how about we take this simple message, this simple lesson into a deeper state and let's meditatively reflect upon it together, only if it's safe and appropriate. Now I'd like to invite you into a meditation so if it is safe and appropriate for you to close your eyes and pretend the world outside's not happening, this doesn't apply to any Uber drivers right now, let's get that clear. If you can close your eyes then I invite you to follow me into a meditation and let's take this simple lesson and make it a little bit more impactful for you. Fair enough? Okay, follow me. Allow yourself to just decide right now that there is nothing else you need to do but simply close your eyes, get comfortable, and follow my words, allowing my words to be the only words that you focus on for the next few minutes. Decide to take a deep breath and decide to slowly, slowly, slowly exhale noticing how your body relaxes as you stretch the exhale to make it significantly longer than the inhale. But don't labor your breathing, relax. Just allow it to slow down as you breathe out. And as you notice your breathing, I want you to notice subtleties about your breathing. Is the inhale warmer or cooler than the exhale? Are you able to relax more on the inhale or the exhale? And in what ways is each exhale different than each inhale and each previous exhale? Now as you find your way curiously into that thinking, continue to listen to my voice and follow the instructions that I offer you to simply begin to relax from the top of your head all the way down to the tips of your toes. Imagining all of your muscles loosening, every joint softening, your whole musculoskeletal system simply relaxing and feeling grounded in the chair. Draw your attention to the soles of your feet and feel the firmness of your connection to the earth. Spend a moment just reaffirming to yourself you're safe, you're in control, you're calm. Continue to use your breathing to relax your body and use your mind to relax your body. And as your breath evens out, 
softly slows and finds a comfortable pace. Your thinking can follow. Your body's relaxation tends to influence your mind to open and hear words differently. And when you're looking to be different, sometimes the differences you seek are as simple as changing the words you use. So if you notice the beginnings of what could escalate into a panic attack, don't tell yourself you're having a panic attack. It's self-defeating to suggest that there'll be something that concerning happening to you soon. It's simply going to begin escalating itself. Instead, tell yourself you feel tension in your fingers. Tell yourself you need to slow your breathing down. Tell yourself you feel tension in your core that you need to let go of. Tell yourself that you can let go of any of the tension. Tell yourself you're in control and then prove it by letting go of that tension. Tell yourself this too shall pass. This too shall pass and allow it to pass. Can you imagine taking a moment to check in with yourself and to reassure yourself and to relax yourself? Can you imagine yourself doing that? Well, imagine that now, to the fullest degree possible for you, relaxing, calming, controlling your state and controlling yourself. And begin to feel good about that as I begin to bring you back to the moment you left behind you, the body in the chair and the consciousness that will reawaken as you begin to breathe yourself back to a normal, waking, everyday state of consciousness, opening your eyes and sitting and just allowing yourself to be in this moment, putting your training to use now. And I'll look forward to seeing you next week when I'll help you tame your mind. If you find this show helpful, go grab the ABCs of Anxiety at abcsofanxiety.com. Take those lessons and let me help you, bit by bit, overcome this once and for all. Keep confident and tell me what you like about the show. Like, love, subscribe, share, give me a comment, give me some feedback. Let me know how this is helping you. And I'll see you next week. Stay confident. Worry-free Wednesday.